break. We were on a break. We were on a break. We were on a break. We really were on a break. Welcome into the They Were On A Break podcast. We are on season one, episode 22, the one with the ick factor. What? We are Katie and Chloe. Hello. Welcome. Hi. How are you? Howdy, howdy, <laughs> howdy. <laughs> Three fucking howdies, y'all. Three that howdies. one. Giddy up. <laughs> I've had a lot of coffee, so I've had so much coffee that my forehead is sweating for no reason, so. Oh my God. Let's get it, you guys. <laughs> The arm movements. If you There's guys a lot of them. They're like TikTok see. arms, you know, where they do, you know, like whatever they do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I I was before I had TikTok, I was like, what is the deal with like TikTok dances? Like, why are all the most famous people on TikTok doing dances? Like, I've never cared about watching people dance. And then I saw some of like Addison Ray's videos and I was like, damn, that's fluid. I like I enjoy this so, like I was just like wow like this is just like soothing to watch and yeah, I you're never... like oh I get the hype I understand now. exactly and I mm-hmm. like I was just like damn I I hate the fact that I understand why this appeals to people but I I do and you know like when they do the transitions too with the dances and all the stuff yeah. it's it's very good so and i can't do it i learned like oh, the, i can't either didn't even know like i knew like that one in the beginning like when people just started dancing but now there's just there's a lot of arm flailing and there's there's too much going on for me to be able to keep up with so yeah. it's it's a no dance for me i do get lost on tiktok though for like three hours the other night i started at like nine and went till like 1 (laughs) a.m oh i know that happened to me last night it's so bad i know that after like a certain amount like after a certain time i just have to cut myself off like last night last night i was like i don't do this don't do this and i opened the app at like 11 30 and then all of a sudden it was two o'clock in the morning and i was like holy shit i need to go to sleep there's like times where i'm like you're really gonna do this to yourself right now it's fucking 12 30 on a on a night where you need to wake up and you're fucking gonna just open tiktok but then it's like mm-hmm. somebody will send me a video that i need to watch yep. and then i watch the one video and then my thumb you know what it does it swipes to that next video it's so easy it really because the videos are like 15 to 30 seconds to a minute long it's just it really captures you in those because mm-hmm. you know that you only have like this long so you're going to be entertained or not and then you just oh i wish i was on it now it's so <laughs> it's so dangerous it's so addicting so I, dangerous and so I great at the same love time. tiktok but oh i gotta be mindful <laughs> gotta I be gotta, mindful of I what time you're mindful. opening that damn app oh my gosh absolutely <laughs> <laughs> Well, should we dive into the episode, Katie? Yeah, I literally forgot that we were doing a podcast about friends right now. <laughs> and I was like, oh, love chatting with her. Yes, let's absolutely dive in. I forget that I love this episode so much. I so enjoy it. I texted my mm-hmm. sister and I was like, I love the one with the ick factor. It is very entertaining. Yeah, this is, again, not one that I like rewatch often, but I really enjoyed it and I was very excited because when I saw the opening credits, 
It said, written by Alexa Junge. And I always get excited when I see Alexa Junge. She also mm-hmm. wrote the George Stephanopoulos episode. Okay. And I'm just, I don't know what it is, but I just love her writing. I always, like, recognize her name when it pops up in the credits, and I'm always like, yes, that means it's going to be a good one. Yeah, yeah. She she is great. I didn't really know about her until... I haven't thought about any of that crap until <laughs> you have brought it to my attention. Because I'm just like, these friends, they're great. And watch it every day, but don't actually think about all the other stuff behind it that goes into making the friends, you know, mm-hmm. that makes them who they are. The makes and, Which, making the friends. <laughs> the making of the friends. Uh, the, um, the reunion thing that they did to open my eyes up to that again of mm-hmm. like it there's there's so many more people involved than just the people that we see on the tv show yeah oh speaking of which someone i have not mentioned yet directed mm-hmm. this episode was directed by robbie benson who i believe we have not seen we're like we're really branching out with our directors lately it's it we- used to just be james burroughs and now we're getting some new people we really are. Who was something dickle? So, something funny. What What was Pete, the other person? Oh, Pete, Pete Boners. <laughs> <laughs> something dickle? I knew it had something to do with a dick. I was like, <laughs> Pete, Pete. I'm like, it's not penis. I'm like, dickle. Oh, my I'm God. Like, but that's if not you think a last the name, name either. If you think the name Pete Boners is bad, imagine having to grow up with the name Pete Dickle. I mean... My God, you've <laughs> ruined this man's life. <laughs> it's so funny. God. We need to get so Pete Boners on the podcast. We, he's my favorite of the directors. I I love my him. My absolute him. idol. We are a Pete Boners stan podcast now. We really are. <laughs> Pete Boners really are. and Alexa Junge, please be guests on this podcast. We would love to have you. We have to get some guests on. I believe oh, in absolutely. us. Absolutely, that'd be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, let's let's go into let's go Set into the it. scene, bitch. Are we okay. at Central Perk or are we at the apartments? We are at Central Perk. Ooh. Um. So Rachel is recalling a sex dream that she had about her and Chandler having sex on the table at the coffee house. Uh. Rachel says it was pretty good. I have to say. Chandler is like surprisingly nonchalant about this. He's not like too pervy. Yeah, which I I enjoy. They mm-hmm. they handled that well. But I if I were Rachel, I don't know that I would walk into my friend group and be like, "Had a dream about you last night. Fucked you on the table. <laughs> it was great, buddy. Have a good Monday." Peace. Like, what? Yeah, um, I think at the beginning Monica's like, "Tell him, tell him. You gotta tell him," and she like forces her to say it. But basically. isn't that like something you would tell if like you wanted to fuck them? I guess. Yeah, I think I. I don't think like, I've ever had not, a. Not even that it like gives him the wrong impression. Like they've been friends for a while, but I don't know. Like if she's like, "Tell him, tell him," it's very like, "Oh my god, tell yeah. him you have a crush on him. Tell him you sucked his dick on the dream." I don't know. Like, True. it was just, I, I, and I get that it's probably to make Ross jealous and to give us their moment at the end of the episode, not to be a spoiler alert, but, mm-hmm. like, that's what the entire thing was for that, you know? So, like, the continuation of the dreams and whatever. And also, she's having a lot of fucking sex dreams. Rachel needs to get laid. I, Barry must have awoken something in her because, like, it, <laughs> 
<laughs> I like she just fucked like forgot about it ago. again. Like we <laughs> just watched all of it, and you were like Barry. I was like Barry. Wasn't the last guy she was with like Paolo or like what? And then I'm like, oh no, he came. Yeah, no, he came in again. Came in her mouth and came in the shell. She's like, she's used to the good stuff and now she can't let it go, I -hmm. guess. Like, but oh, Barry. I don't, Mm. I don't think I've ever had a sex dream about a friend. And if I did, I probably would not tell them. I've, I've definitely had sex dreams about friends and I definitely have not told them. I just, Cause like what I'm, I try to think about like what I would do like if one of my pals was like fucked you in my dream last night, <laughs> wink wink. Yeah. Like what? What? I, I just, and I get it for the show. It's to set up the Rachel and Ross bullshit. But if I were Rachel, I wouldn't have told my friends about the sex sex dream. Yeah, this is a kind of a weird storyline. I'm not a like this C plot is kind of odd to me yeah they were like what else can we throw in the episode oh rachel's a horny bitch she's wants to fuck everybody in her friend group what's another way to make ross upset yeah okay now rachel's having sex dreams about other people i do like this line uh when chandler's like oh was i any good and she was like oh you were and he was like oh cool because in my sex dreams i'm surprisingly inadequate (laughs) i did laugh out loud at that (laughs) i loved that uh, then we have the theme song. Then we come back and we are in the coffee house yet again. Uh, Phoebe is looking for part-time employment. And Joey volunteers Phoebe to work as Chandler's secretary. He's just like, Chandler, Chandler will give you a job. Sure, work for him. This is a whole episode of people just setting them like setting each other up. Monica set Rachel up with the sex dream thing. Joey's setting up Chandler with this a little bit later. Uh someone like sets Monica up with the whole like oh how to go with your date like knowing full well that he like spoiler right. alert is 17 so right. like <laughs> this is just a whole episode of people screwing each other over which I think is very funny <laughs> I didn't even realize that but yes you are correct <laughs> uh Ross has a beeper for when Carol goes into labor the note I have about it is holy beeper just says holy beeper that's what <laughs> what's what my fingers typed holy beeper I, it just because like it's such a time to think how far we've come and like what stuff used to be where it's like we're gonna beep you for you to call on a phone yeah. that's around not one that you have in your pocket that is also a tiny computer that you can access literally anything and everything off of yeah is <sighs> i i was like i don't even know how like a beeper works i guess you just have the beeper number and then you're like call me which is like it's just a really annoying way to have like a middleman, essentially. Wait, do you with a beeper? Did you need a beeper in order to beep them, or could you beep them from a phone? I feel like you could beep them from a phone. From a phone. Well, because he's getting calls later from one eight hundred Jumbo or whatever it yes, is. Yes, so he has it. <laughs> he has fifty five. A phone thing. Yeah. He has 55 Jimbo. He keeps getting calls from male escorts who want 55 Jumbo, which I thought was very funny. Uh, I really mean, like a lot of that scene, too. Yeah, I do I do enjoy this plot. This, this part mm-hmm. made me laugh. This episode is honestly pretty great, except for the Rachel uh, banging everybody mm-hmm. scene. No, dream. There is no scene of Rachel <laughs> fucking everyone. That doesn't happen in this one, guys. Sorry. You know, I feel like the thing that, I like about this episode is that 
everyone kind of has a storyline, but it doesn't feel like there's too much shoved into it. It's like, not forced, yeah. It's exactly. not like too busy. It's not like a ping pong where we're going back and forth over weird shit. Mm-hmm. Like, whereas I feel like we've had some episodes. I feel like last episode, like, Chandler and Phoebe didn't really have much to do, and they just kind of, like, popped in and out. Whereas, like, in this episode, everyone has, like, an active storyline, even if it's mm-hmm. just, like, a small thing, which is ideal. That's what you want. You want to utilize all of your characters. Mm-hmm. Um, Monica is off to have a date with young Ethan. Is this when she's in that, like, brown dress with the white shirt underneath? Or is that in a later scene? Because she wears, like, a a brown dress that has, like, a zipper, and she's wearing a little white shirt underneath, and I just want to wear it right now. <laughs> I don't remember. I didn't clock that, but so you need to send me a picture of it. because I will. Very, very cute. Uh, she... He is a senior in college. He thinks that she's 22. She's 26. That's how old I am. So this really put this episode into perspective for me. I remember when that happened to me because when you watch it, when I was watching it, I was always younger than the friends. And like, it's like I was always younger. And then I'll never forget being 26 and hearing her say, and I'm 20, and I realized, I was like, oh my god, I'm as old as the friends. Oh no, like, I'm, yeah, now I'm 28. So she said it today, and I was like, oh god, now I'm older than she is there. Jesus. And I even <laughs> wrote it down. I was like, it's so weird that I'm older than the age that she's saying. Which, it doesn't, it's probably, that probably sounds bizarre. But for me, it's weird, just because I've always watched it being younger. So uh-huh. to then be on the other side of it, and be like, oh shit, now I'm 28, and like, I don't know, it's just fucking weird. Age is weird. It's also cool, though, to just, you just keep getting older. I also think people, like, I, I think 26 was older back then than it is now. Maybe I'm just mm-hmm. saying this to make myself feel better. But like, just like the way people, like, dressed, like, I think well, also, was like a lot more mature. They seem more established in their lives mm-hmm. than Very I Very true. Um, oh crap, what was I, what was I going to say? I was going to say, oh, but like when you're younger and you think up to ages, you think about them completely different than what they are realistically when you get here. Like, yeah. I thought that being 30 was going to be this whole thing and I was going to be this whole adult and blah, blah, blah. I'm an adult and stuff, but I feel like I am 12 years old. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be... 29 in like four months and that blows my mind like I'm gonna be 29 yeah so weird it's really really bizarre I don't the whole age thing it really blows my mind (laughs) because you just you never really think like you you think about it so much and then you live it and it's so different and I'm loving it I'm having an absolute great time vibing but it's just not like I thought like married kids house life figured out big girl job this that Oh, sweetie. <laughs> no, I I could not agree more with you. I think like, I think especially in your 20s, I was thinking about this yesterday where I was just like, you know what? I don't think I would ever want to relive my 20s again. I'm not done with them yet, but I would just never go back. I would never go yeah. back to 21. I would never mm-hmm. relive it. I'm hoping that like the 30s is the best decade for me. It's nice because yeah. I'm like, okay, maybe I can only go up from here. Uh, mm-hmm. I like my life right now. Like, I'm not trying to complain, but I'm just saying, like, uh, I, I'm I'm okay. I I don't need to I don't need to be young again. I'm fine where I'm at. I mean, I want to yeah, get older I, and more stable. 
when I hang out with people and I I hear like ages and stuff, I I always think to myself like, gosh, like I do not want to go back to like twenty four or like mm-hmm. twenty two, like because. Your 20s are just such, like, a growing time. And, I mean, every year is. Like, you never stop, like, with personal growth. But when you're, like, 21 through 24, you think you have it all fucking figured out. And, like, you think you fucking know everything. And then you don't. And you realize that. And you're like, I don't know everything. And I'm not going to know everything. And it's okay. Oh, (laughs) yeah. It's like you just have that realization of, like, you annoying 20 fucking two-year-old. Like, (laughs) me thinking back to myself. Like, it's just, you think you know it all and you just, you don't. So chill. (laughs) Just live life. The second I turned 25, like, every age after the, like, uh, like less than that felt so mm-hmm. young like when I was 25 I was like oh my god 24 you're a, a baby like, right even yeah. though that was like me six months ago you like pretentious little bitch but like- and I I always used to get so annoyed with people when I would be like 23 24 and like 28 year olds were like oh you're such a baby like blah 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 I'm like you're four years older than me what the fuck are you talking about I get it I fucking get it now. I get what you're saying. A it's switch like, flips. A switch it, flips. It does. And it's like 25, 26 where it happens. And then you look back and you're like, you are a baby. Like, <laughs> it's just what happens. Baby <laughs> of <a> child. <laughs> I love us. Oh, my God. Well, we should get back. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. Again, episode. I forgot we're doing a fucking Friends podcast. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, Phoebe is being very flighty. We are at Chandler's office. Phoebe is just like playing with a magic eight ball. She's not answering his phone. She's Mm-mm. buzzing in to ask him what he's doing. Just like preventing him from doing any work. I do have to say Chandler was annoyed by this situation right off the bat. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> like he has, uh, whereas I feel like. I don't know. Yes, she's not the best secretary, but I think I would also be like somewhat stoked to have one of my friends like in the office. Maybe because she's so Phoebe. I mean, because he says to her in the coffee house, you know, this job requires you to be normal, which I would have taken such offense to. Like, excuse me? Normal? Bitch? I'll show you normal. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Don't you even. But, I mean, it also made me laugh, too, because I get it with Phoebe. Um, but, I mean, also, if you're her friend, you can just be like, hey, love that you're here. Lo- I want to help you out. A little more urgency. If we could just grab the phone a little sooner. Like, just communicate. I punched my hand too hard. <laughs> it hurts. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Just tell everybody. <laughs> Well, you know what I do like is um, I like that the whole episode is not just Chandler being annoyed with Phoebe. Like, mm-hmm. the whole storyline is not just, like, Phoebe sucks. Like, this next scene when we're at the coffee house and, like, Ross and Joey are hanging out uh, and, like, Ross is getting beeped, but Carol, like, oh, I didn't even mention. He got the beeper because Carol's going to go into labor, whatever. Anyway. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, like, this part where, like, Phoebe and Chandler enter and they're, like, talking about, like, yeah, like, we were working together, blah, blah, blah. And Phoebe, like, casually mentions, like, oh, yeah, and I didn't tell anyone that, like, we're friends because everyone hates you and, like, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Like, I just love well, that, like, I mean, that's nobody really, what it like, turned into. 
no one really likes their boss you know what I mean like especially in like a corporate work setting like that like you do not like your fucking boss so but I guess like as uh, for him of course he wants to like get along with everybody but Mm -hmm. he's got to know that oh I'm a hundred percent like this is a literal nightmare to me it would be becoming like getting a promotion at work and then all of a sudden all of my friends just like don't see me as a friend anymore which I would get because like that's just what happens because like that person's in charge of you and it changes the dynamic but I'm so much of a like I want everyone to like be in love with me like at all times I really respect that for you and I like that journey uh, for you (laughs) and uh I would be I would have such a hard time if I was in Chandler's shoes Aries energy right here right now I'm sorry that's just that's just the way that I feel I would like everyone in the world to be madly in love with me at all times doesn't everyone (laughs) please put that in your tombstone or like make it your bio or something oh my god that is fucking hilarious I mean have you ever met anyone who doesn't want people to love them like come on I mean I don't really care if you like me or not (laughs) I don't know (laughs) but yeah I was just like I relate to Chandler on this I I would be devastated I just want everybody to be in love with me at all times I'm really tickled by it. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Hey, we can admit our faults Ooh, here on the podcast. It's so good. Oh, my God. It's not even a fault. I just love the honesty <laughs> of it. Oh, it's like me just, like, watching my Instagram story, like, four times a day. I'm like, she is beauty. She is great. <laughs> I am so great. Nobody watches my material more than me. <laughs> no, exactly. one, no one makes me laugh harder than me. So I'm not ashamed to admit it. <laughs> I am my best friend. <laughs> I, you know what? If I had to choose a favorite person, it's me. Yeah, it's, it's probably honestly, me. <laughs> what a better way to live because that means that you like yourself. Like, if you didn't, like, how awful would it be? You know what I mean? Love it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I do love this whole... I forgot that this was part of this episode, but the whole, like, uh, origin story of the, like, could I be doing blah, 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 blah. Like, in this scene where Phoebe's like, yeah, like, they do impressions of you. Could I, could you be any later? I love that. And then Joey and Ross, like, uh, joining in. The hills are alive with the sound of music and all of that weird emphasis. I forgot that the origin of that was in this episode. It's so, so good. Moscone. You say it, and I can, like, see them doing it on the couch. Like, I can just, like, see it. Uh, no idea what I was going to say. Just kidding. <laughs> it's gone. It was here, and it is left. Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Well, I'm a stoner brain. Well, diving into uh, the, the Monica storyline. Uh, she is She's flitting about the purple apartment. She's, like, nervous for the date. She's checking in on, like, all the stuff she cooked. And Rachel is, like, sitting on the couch like, ooh, are you nervous? Because, like, tonight's the night that you and Ethan are going to bang, essentially. <laughs> she says it in a lot nicer way than I just did. <laughs> but Can we also talk about who on earth is windexing the windows at night when a person's coming over? 
even if my mom is coming over, I'm not washing the goddamn windows. What? Well, this is Mm-mm. Monica we're talking about. The windows? She should have been fluffing the pillows <laughs> or something. I just don't agree with the night window washing. Like, you can't even see if there's anything on them. It's dark outside. I agree. What? But, but- it just seemed like too much... Would that be, that's not a bagel, that's not a bagel bite moment. That's just not, just doesn't work for me. You know what I noticed? And Uh-oh. I was. is it a bagel bite moment? It is not, but what I was oh. so titillated by. Titillated! I titillated. My, my titties were elated. Um, <laughs> oh my God. There's this moment where she goes, did I flip the fish? And she checks in the oven and she goes, no, because I made lasagna. Katie, the amount of lasagnas that this woman has made in 22 episodes, it's <laughs> exhausting. And not to mention well, the fact that... It's over a dozen. We know that. <laughs> and when she's not making lasagnas, she's making weird salmon dishes. So the like only fish. things... Yes, the only things that Monica has cooked in this whole season is lasagna and seafood. And <laughs> all of that has culminated into this scene... Where she's like, oh, well, I obviously made fish because that's the only thing I fucking make. No, I made lasagna. The other thing that is the only thing that I fucking make. <laughs> I mean, really, honestly, when I even think into the future with Monica, she never really stops only making weird things because <laughs> they even address it like when she has kids. Like she's like, I'm not going to be the mom that makes chocolate chip cookies. I'm going to be the mom that makes salmon foam, you know, like or whatever. the yeah. fuck she's a salmon crudite or whatever it is. Her favorite salmon crudite. She loves it. Like, ew, no. <laughs> but I was... I'd love to eat Monica's lasagna, though. But also if I'm looking to get it in, I'm not about to stuff my body with lasagna because I'm going to have a heartburn and the shits. <laughs> yeah, she really should have stuck with the fish. That's the lighter no, option. No guy or anyone wants to come into your apartment and it just smells like absolute fish. Well, it depends. Maybe she made a, a white fish. Maybe one that's a, a, a less of a strong scent. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But between mm-hmm. the fish and the lasagna, girl, you want to look good. Don't don't carbo load. Go with the fish. That's my. <laughs> I, I, fish. I plead with you. Please, Monica, go with the fish. Lasagna <laughs> sounds fucking incredible, though, right now. Oh, I might have to get some later for dinner. I'd fuck some lasagna up. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's next on the agenda for sure. Get Absolute. some lasagna. Find it. Eat it. <laughs> that's, that's on my list. <laughs> Today. <laughs> well, uh, when Ethan is over, Monica is on her date. They're hanging out in the purple apartment. Ethan is talking about how he thought Gunpoint was a real place. Which is funny. We've all had moments like that, though. <laughs> He's like, why do people keep going to gunpoint? It's so dangerous. Wow. He's got his Seinfeld moment going. I thought that in the alphabet, L-M-N-O-P was its own word. That's so cute. Yeah. So like, it's not as meh, but you know, we all have our things. But yeah, like L-M-N-O-P, like that's just its own little thing in the middle of the alphabet to me. (laughs) I used to think that grilled cheese was called girl cheese and that only girls could eat it. <laughs> I found out way too late in life, like maybe 21, that it wasn't demoned and it's demon. 
like I was the I word was throwing demon. An, an extra D at the end of it. I was like demon. You're like she's been possessed by demon. <laughs> yes, like because of demons, uh, I thought it was a D, so I just thought it was demon. I love that. <laughs> oh man, there's more words too, and I can't think of them off the top of my head. But if they come to this, me, I'll let uh, you know. This reminds me of that episode of How I Met Your Mother when they all have like these glaring gaps in their uh, like their knowledge, and Ted thinks that chameleon is pronounced chameleon. <laughs> I think about this way too often where he goes, the beautiful, majestic Chameleon. (laughs) Want to hear of a time that I really embarrassed myself at Rainforest Cafe? Absolutely. So I went to Rainforest Cafe at downtown Disney. You know, the brain's fried. It is a long day. I'm looking to get something to eat at the Rainforest. Just got to chill. So my sister and I are there and I'm making my order and I... Oh, God. I can't. This is how you know it's good. I asked for the Amazon fajitas. Mm-hmm. It was Amazon. Amazon fajitas. <laughs> and I thought they were doing a, a like, a, a thing on, like, they're Amazon. Amazon. Like, they're amazing. Oh, my God. He was like, the what? And I, I, and my sister was just like cry laughing and I, oh my God, I just, the Amazon fajitas please, said it with such confidence because I thought that that's what they were doing too. Mortified. Absolutely fucking mortified. I can't. I'm just, I have, I have my moments. So I'm right there with you, you, Ethan. I will tell you as a former server, you hear the weirdest pronunciations for things. (laughs) I remember when I worked at Olive Garden, there is the the chicky and chicky the chicken and gnocchi soup, chicky chicky parm parm. The chicken and gnocchi soup, delicious by the way. And so I good. heard so many grown men not be able to pronounce gnocchi. I've gotten did I they, got did they say like ginocchi? They said I got someone say ganache. They were like, <laughs> "Can I have the chicken and ganache?" I was like, "That's a completely different food." They were like not I got Nachi, I got Nyoch, I got Gaki, I got <laughs> Nyoch. It Nyoch. sounds like a word for like your gooch. <laughs> Nyoch. Oh my god. I'll tell you, it was uh, amazing. Amazon. It was amazing. Um, you, you, I didn't know you worked at Olive Garden. I have I a lot of questions. Is it oh. really all like microwaved food? Uh, it's not microwaved, but I will tell you that it takes about five cents. Uh, like, okay, a fettuccine Alfredo costs about five cents to make, and they sell it for like twenty-two dollars. So just keep that in mind, you guys. When five you go, cents, everything is frozen. Uh, at Olive Garden, it is not a from scratch kitchen. This should not be blowing anyone's minds, really. Who's eating? Do, there, no, but. I just, I just have always wanted to pick the mind of somebody who's worked in Olive Garden. Is it like oh, Panera, yeah. where you like? put it just like in hot water to heat it up in a package and then put it in the plate? I mean, I wasn't a cook, so it probably depends on which menu item it was. Sorry for the mm-hmm. Olive Garden slander, you guys. I do like, I you it, know, no, every I so often. I am a slut for Olive Garden. Every so often I get a craving for Olive Garden, and I have seen how the sausage is made, and I know how gross it is, and yet I still want to eat it, so. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, why is it gross? Just because it's all frozen. It's just like oh, all okay. like it's all frozen. Uh, once 
you understand what I mean. If you've worked at a restaurant, you just know it's not this magical land. Yes. I will say, though, I miss uh, getting the unlimited breadsticks. That was Mm -hmm. amazing. The Mm -hmm. the server meals were incredible because when I worked there in college, you could get a meal for like half off. And then they would let you do the specials. So, like, you guys know Olive Garden does a shit ton of specials all the time. They did this thing called the buy one, take one, where you would, like, buy an entree and then you'd get a free entree to take home. And the servers could do that. So I could pay, like, basically, like, I don't know, like, six bucks. And then I'd Mm -hmm. get a giant lasagna that you can eat for like two days and then I'd get to take home a giant lasagna or like a ravioli or whatever. It would feed me for a week. It was amazing. Highly recommend working there in college. What's your Olive Garden order? (laughs) Okay. Well, first I used to get the braised beef tortelloni, but that's gone. That is, I would have, that was not, that would not be what I would order at Olive Garden. But all time fave. This is a complete banger. Uh, must get is the baked ziti. Ladies and gentlemen, get the baked ziti. <laughs> I turned into like. What is an absolute sweet. banger? The baked ziti. <laughs> the baked ziti. It's amazing. That five cheese marinara sauce. Magnifique. I miss it every day. I've never gotten that because I'm always busy touring Italy. And I mean, you know, it's it's a feat to do, but I got to tour it. And it is so good. The tour of Italy is delicious. A little more, though, of the Alfredo and the lasagna. Like, they don't really give you, like, enough for Uh the fact that I'm spending $24. Um, But I'll suffice. I'll I'll deal. Take a little tour. Yeah. Yeah. That's... uh, Highly recommend you guys. Uh, yeah. Now, Sorry about the Olive Garden. Now rant, I'm also but I love craving Olive Garden. Olive Garden. The Toscana soup, the chicken gnocchi. I gotta say, I miss it. it. I miss it. I don't miss working there because that was a shit show. But but you miss the food. I do miss getting the food. It. I'm you know when lie. you're when you're here, your family. So you miss your family, really. Yeah. Exactly. I yeah. I am an orphan now. I have no family. So <laughs> 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 don't work there anymore. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> well, we have to take a drastic left turn because we have to stop talking about Olive Garden, Katie, because you know what is coming up next? What? Monica is uh she's she's doing a little drinking. She's doing a little flirting. Her and young Ethan, they're really uh really hitting it off. They're kissing. She invites him to stay over. He reveals. Which, may I say, really weird how they're like mid makeout, and then he's like, all right, see you later. Yeah. And she's like, wait. And he's like, what? And she's like, well, you could spend the night. Like, what a weird fucking interaction. It's awkward. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah, it's a little stilted, that's for sure. You can really tell yeah. that he's a, he's a novice at this. Uh, mm-hmm. He reveals that he is a virgin. Mm-hmm. Which she is fine with. Cut to them. After they've had sex, his mind is blown. He's freaking out for some reason. He's on the other side of the bed. Like, how did they do this? Like, he's I like, don't know. He's like laying over the bed. His feet are in her face. I'm just like, I don't know if he like collapsed afterward and was like, whoa. Or if this was like how she positioned him. I wanted to know how this went down. Collapse. He's like, wow, he's falling off the bed. He's losing his fucking mind. He's having a ball. Uh, and Monica. Have the best sex ever. Yeah. He's like, 
whoa, that was insane. Like, he's really, really freaking out. And Monica decides now it's time for her to be honest and reveal that she's not 22. She's 25 and 13 months, which I thought was very funny. Which, can we also talk about the fact that he's like, did I do something wrong? And she's like, oh, no, you didn't. Bitch, that was the first time he had sex. You're telling me that you had a great time and you've been having sex for a while and it was great? I don't believe you one bit. Bullshit that he was good. No offense. Maybe, you know what? Maybe Ethan is like just perfect at everything he does maybe he's a genius maybe he like read a book i don't know but there's fucking no way in in high school yeah there's no way that he was good at sex being what he will reveal himself to be a senior in high school a 17 year old virgin there is no way that he made her come Mm. i'm not buying it Unless she's one of them girls who can just come really easily from a, you know, one-two pump. Because it happens. I have friends who can just have an orgasm from just hopping on top. And I'm like, you're a bitch. That's true. I want to know what that life is like. Because right, like just to be able to come from penetration without any extra hullabaloo. Are you kidding me? Wow, what a time. I'm happy for you. But just know that I also hate you. Hate, hate you. I'm, yeah, with a with a burning passion. Yeah, yeah. more, and it's, more it's, power it's to bitches you, like but... you that have ruined it for us. And these guys are like, "Do you come?" Like, no, I'm fucking. Did you hear me come? When did I come? <laughs> yeah, this is. I I don't buy it. I would say that a man wrote this, but we know it was Alexa Judge. So, Alexa, what happened here? <laughs> Was there a discussion in the writer's room? It honestly sounds like someone's having sex above me. So if you hear a little scritchy scratchy, I'm not sure what's going on in this building, but sorry about the noise. (laughs) It's it's young Ethan. He's he's he's, up there. He's at it again. (laughs) Definitely. Well, I have to say, so Ethan reveals that he's 17. He's in high school. Mm -hmm. We get this Mm -hmm. act break. We come back. Monica is rightfully freaking out. Like, yeah. she's a criminal now. Ethan yeah. has tricked her, essentially, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that he could get into bed with her or, like, date her or whatever. And, like, this this storyline is just so weird to me. I feel for Monica. Oh, yeah. I mean, that it's more than just, like, ew. It's also, like, what the fuck, dude? Like, yeah. what? And it's also, it's gross that he, like, lied to her to, like, get her into bed. Not that she wasn't lying about her age either, but, like, it's one thing to, like, like not tell her, like, you're a virgin or something, but, like, the fact that you're fucking underage, like, what? Yeah. If the age difference is going to make someone a criminal, I feel yeah. you should let them know. Uh, Which is kind of weird for them to even write into this when you think about it. Yeah. Or, like, maybe this happens to enough people that enough people would get it? That's but, what like, I was it's thinking also too. Weird. I was like, who pitched this idea? Yeah. Like, was like, you know what? We should do this. Season one. Let's do it. Imagine, like, someone's like, dude, this is fucking hilarious. So what if, like, what if Monica dates this guy and, like, she fucks him and, like, steals <laughs> his virginity? But 
right after Plot twist the, right after completion it's revealed that he's a minor that's so like, fucking funny bra and i didn't at one point in her storyline ever think that it was like funny I, I don't know that if it is supposed to be funny another thing young ethan he does not look young at all That's like they could have gotten someone and then i was reading about the episode and i found out the uh, actor who played young ethan uh, stan kirsch was actually 27 at the time <laughs> when it aired and he was a year older from jennifer aniston and matthew perry that's I uh, have you guys seen a 17 year old lately they don't look like that like no they, do not they don't look, look like, like grown, grown men, men. Yeah. like no they all look very tiny yeah I and like uh, the thing I do like is like Monica at no point is okay with this like no she's like right off the bat is like well that fucking sucks because like this isn't gonna happen then I'm not gonna date a 17 year old like I'm not also, fine with this why is this kid like they have they've been on what like three dates and they had sex once and he's like and i'm falling in love with you as she like shushes him why are we even like what the fuck you're gonna have her fuck a 17 year old and then now he's in love with her of course he's in love with her she's the first person who ever touched his dick but then later she's like, I really could have seen myself falling for you and falling in love with you. Why are we saying the L word so much? Yeah. We don't know this man and he's a child. Let's let him out the door. What? Yeah, it's weird. I'm not like offended by this storyline. I'm just like, whose I'm idea was this? I'm like, what? Why? Like, we're only 22 episodes in. Surely there were some other ideas. Like, this seems like a late in the game kind of like late seasons idea where you're like, oh, no, I guess she fucks a 17 year old. Like, yeah. Like, and how, this had to have gone through enough people. I mean, it's the name of the goddamn episode. It's the main storyline. It's not even a story in passing that she says that's supposed to be a one off joke. I just, I don't understand where they were like, Yes, absolutely. <laughs> like, make make it different. Make it to where she thought that he was, like, 25, but then he's, like, in college or something. Make it a little different. Make it an ick factor, but let's not make it so icky. Right? Just bump his age to 18. Like... Yes, please. And the ick factor... He can be in high school, but why is he 17? Yeah, I feel like it could still work if the issue was not that she's going to get arrested. I think the, right. I think it could still work if it's like, oh, he's still a teenager, technically. He's an adult, yeah. but he's a teenager. He's 18. And yeah. he's in high school. That's icky enough. Yep, yep. And I mean, there are 18-year-olds that go to high school, so it's not that nuts. So I just, I don't know. I have a lot of questions and a lot of concerns. I think the funnier way that they did this storyline was in season four when Rachel dates that like college guy who's like dope and like steals shit from them and like it's the best way he steals her jacket and the money out of her wallet that she's standing there and she's like no he's actually stealing from me and she opens up her wallet and shows them yes that storyline is funny and like right that's the way to do a younger storyline not 17 years old. Yeah. And in love with her. Weird. What? Weird. I hate 
icky, ick factor. Mm-hmm. Death you're icky, right. but icky you're or right. even in more ways than they, like, I don't even know what they were yeah. going for here. Hard pass, though. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah hard pass. Uh, the next day, we are still in the purple apartment. Ross has- Also, I don't know where purple apartment has come from, but I'm obsessed, and that is what we are referring to it from <laughs> now on. You haven't said it before, and I love it. Yeah, usually I would say Monica and Rachel's or something. And then I was like, you know, we should say Purple Apartment because a lot of people are going to live in this apartment. <laughs> well, and it's so, like Monica and Rachel's. We say their names so much. We need to fucking hear it again. Purple Apartment. Love it. Purple Apartment. Yeah. I love that Ross just starts embracing the like Jimbo Jumbo mishap. And he just like mm-hmm. is pretending that he's going to pimp these guys out. He's like, yeah, I'll send Andre over to your place. Wait for him. He's coming. <laughs> Here he comes with his jumbo dick. <laughs> this, okay, this scene where Rachel had another sex dream about Chandler and Joey. What is happening? Rachel is probably a gal that enjoys a little bit of male gay porn, and it's happening in the dream. I guess I do love this part where they're like, ooh, like, was it, were you with Joey and then with Chandler? Were we all together? And she's, and she's like, like, and sometimes I wasn't even there. It was just you guys. And they're like, ooh, ooh, <laughs> Lord. I fucking love that. Yeah, like plot twist. It's not just her wanting to fuck all of you guys. It's just dreams. Uh, Phoebe is on her way to a work party and Chandler basically demands to tag along and she's like, let's go separately. (laughs) Yeah, please. But I love like the scene the next day when they're like back at the office and Phoebe's like, yeah, like it was a great party. They still don't like you because they still think of you as your boss, but you're a great boss. Like you should just embrace that like it just happens you're in a different phase of life it's time for you to like let that go and like accept Mm -hmm. it and then the the scene where uh chandler like is going up to his uh employees at the water cooler and he's like i'm gonna need the numbers by nine o'clock yeah people will be working this weekend and he's just like decided to embrace it and like give them something to laugh about like i love that that's some growth right there I also have to say, I would not mind her working there for three to four more episodes. We could do Mm -hmm. a lot with this, and I wasn't mad at it. I enjoyed them, like, being together at his office, and Mm -hmm. I feel like we could have done a little bit more with that, and I would have liked to see what we would have done with that. That's a good point. That would have been, like, really, really cool to see. I love that Mm -hmm. there's a long-standing history of Phoebe coming in and fucking up uh, (laughs) her friends, like jobs because remember the ralph lauren episode with her and and rachel where she thinks she made out with with ralph lauren oh my god or when uh joey gives her a job as a background actor and she can't fucking get it together and she's like shaking and everything like that episode's so good too so yeah you're right or the episode where she dates that guy that works for monica who like sucks the oh I can't, yes I can't and they to get both want to break him. up with him uh she wants to break up with him and she wants to fire him at the same time <laughs> also there's in uh one of these scenes with um uh phoebe and chandler they're sitting by the windowsill and bitch is drinking 
OJ out of a little box. She's drinking like boxed OJ, yeah. and I think it's so a, cute. That's a vibe. That's it a is total a vibe. vibe right there. Yeah. Um, we get this scene at Central Perk where like Ethan's been calling Monica and calling Monica. She's ignoring him because she's like, that's not going to happen. He's 17. And then he finally yeah. tracks her down at Central Perk and is like basically begging Monica to be with him and is like, I, I lied. I'm a grown man. I have a, a wife and kids. I'm like so mature. Blah, I'm, blah, blah, I'm blah, 30. Blah, blah, blah. blah. Mm-hmm. I, <sighs> this whole scene is just so weird to me. And I think it's, it's not the 17-year-old thing, because, like, obviously that's, like, weird. But mm-hmm. I feel like the part that's weird to me is where she's like, I could see myself falling for you, and obviously we have this connection, and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, we haven't seen any of that, really. And that's, that's for me, where I'm like, what? He's in love with you. You could see yourself being with him if he wasn't 17. Like, where we have not seen enough of this to fucking buy this. Yeah, I'm just like, did they want to go really hardcore in that so that we were, like, less put off by, like, the age difference? Like, are we supposed to be rooting for them? Like, are we supposed to feel bad that this isn't happening? I just didn't understand. I didn't either. I, I give it a, a 2 out of 10 stars. Yeah, this that storyline is just... It's so weird to me. Maybe if we had seen them together more at the beginning or even in another episode, like... What if this was like a a longer story arc? Storyline. Right. And then then we find out that he's 17. Then maybe we would be more like, oh shit. But just that it happens so quickly and so intensely is puts me off even more of by it. Yeah. Very, very strange. I like this episode, but there's also some storylines where I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, very, very strange. Uh, and then finally we are back at the purple apartment. Rachel falls asleep while Ross is watching TV and she starts moaning and she's like, oh, Ross, like clearly having a sex dream about him. Uh, Mm -hmm. And he gets up on the table and is like doing this whole like victory dance and all of this. So annoying. And then falls on top of her and she wakes up. Now, I like that like... If this was me, I would, like, probably be kind of embarrassed if I was Rachel. I'd be like, oh, you're here? Like, blah, blah, blah. But instead, she's like, oh, we were, we were on the table. Like, she's, like, still kind of into it. Like, there's this weird sexually charged moment where she's like, you're here. But we were there. I mean, I have to say, that would probably be me if I woke up. Yeah. I'd be like, yo, are you here? Fuck me. Yeah, <laughs> fucking enter me right now, dude. I would be the opposite. I'd be like, you didn't hear anything, right, brah? Like, <laughs> I mean, I guess if like your friends, yeah, but like they have like a little bit of sexual tension moments happening. So I don't know. That's true. But then right at the worst time, of course, Ross gets a page from Carol and they're having a baby. <laughs> the way you said that. Yay. <laughs> I'm just so happy we're finally getting out of fucking season one. We are so close. Oh, I can taste it. We are very close. And I, no more Marcel. How oh, lovely is that? I know. And also, this next episode where Carol does have the baby is one of my favorite episodes. I Oh, really? I love that episode. There's so oh, many. Oh, very fun. The, the plot line with Joey and Leah Remini and like Monica Oh, I and do love that. Like, yes. There's so many good parts of it. Like, 
I, I'm so excited to talk about this episode next week. It's going to be so great. You guys have to come back. Listen to next week's episode. You better be there. Yeah, we'll see you there. You what are your titles? Oh, fuck. I forgot to make that. You read me yours and I'll write some. <laughs> and I'll type some right now. Yeah. Uh, mine, the first one I did is the one with Boss Man Bing. Because I love when uh, Phoebe is talking to Chandler and she's like, you're a big Boss Man Bing. Uh, <laughs> I love that part. Uh, the one with the high schooler, I felt would have been a more, like, appropriate title than the one with the ick factor but also the one with the ick factor works just fine and the one with the sex dreams nice because there were many of those i was thinking like the one with rachel's uh dream but there's literally an episode later in the series called like the one with rachel's dream i'm pretty sure or like oh really i don't even remember that i think it's the one where like she has a dream about joey this is like season nine this is right before barbados it's the episode that uh Charlie gets introduced, I, I think. Oh, yes, yes, yes. God, I love Barbados. Rachel is just like a sex dream machine. Like, this bitch it is happens. having erotic dreams left and right. <laughs> um, I have the one with 555 Jimbo. Uh, <laughs> I love that your titles are already better than mine and you wrote them in 30 seconds. <laughs> uh, the one, the one uh, with, fuck, I'm just like making this up on the spot. Oh, we're oh. improving and I love it. The one, the one at Chandler's office. That's love a it. Way to think yes. Of it. And okay, here's what I have in my brain. I would like okay. to, I would like to play into the gunpoint joke. The one, okay. the, the one with, uh, ah, the gunpoint confusion. <laughs> oh, wait, no, I've got a better oh, one. She's got it. The one where they tried to convince us that Monica came when we know full well there was no <laughs> climaxing on her part. It's a long title, but I like it. And it's how I'm going to think of this episode. Honestly, the one that wins is one or five, five, five Jumbo. The one with five, five, five Jumbo. Jimbo, whatever it I is. Love that's that. my favorite. Uh, this is so fun. If you guys... Uh, They're always fun, man. They're always so fun. <laughs> if you guys would like to write some titles of your own, here's what we should do. You guys mm-hmm. should leave a review, write mm-hmm. titles for that episode. So think of episode titles for this one. Put it in your reviews. We'll read them out loud the following we'll week. Pick, we'll pick the best few, exactly. you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. Do so, that. Uh, yeah, feel free to do that. Let us know your ideas. Since I like just completely BS'd mine, we need some better, like, we need titles. some more. We need yeah, more. I'm here for it. Yes, um, absolutely. And also do us a favor and share the podcast with someone else who really loves friends because then, uh, then we can all be friends and we can all talk we about it. All, It'd be great. We can all be pals. Where can everybody find you? You guys can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Cuckoo for Cloclo Puffs. Where can they find you, Katie? You can find me everywhere at Little Baby Kate's. Got a podcast called See You Next Tuesday. Got a Patreon, patreon.com slash Little Baby Kate's. And that's where you can come find me. Woo! Nice. Love it. We'll see you all next week. Thanks for coming by. We did it. Oh, yeah. See you guys. Bye, y'all. Bye.